Good morning, St. Stephen's. I'd like to first say quickly, thank you for your warm welcome. Thank you, Praise Band, for your music and blessing us this morning as we prepare for this time in worship. Thank you, Minu, for the warm welcome. Finally, good to finally meet you face to face and say hello. We got a strong Good Shepherd connection here. And to my friend Spencer, I hope you are enjoying some R&R, a little rest and relaxation. And thank you for the invitation to speak here at St. Stephen's and stand in this mighty pulpit where I have known so many of your pastors that have stood here. It's an honor to be here this morning. And also, thank you for welcoming my mom as well. Our scripture lesson today, I invite you, if you have a Bible, to turn to Matthew 15. We'll be in verses 21 through 28. Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. Let us hear now the word according to Matthew. So Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting at us. He answered, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came back and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you please join me in prayer? May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock, my redeemer. Amen. June 14th, 2023, Mother's Day, I decided that I would surprise my mom and bring her here to St. Stephen's and see our friend Spencer Brose preach since he is here on our district now. Pastor Spencer delivered a sermon about speaking kind words where he emphasized that the words we use matter. Well, after hearing our scripture reading this morning, you could say that Jesus and the disciples would have benefited from hearing that sermon from Pastor Spencer. Did you hear what Jesus called that Canaanite woman in our reading this morning? Yes, you heard correctly. Jesus indirectly calls this woman a dog. In seminary, this 
scripture was labeled as one of the most difficult to preach, and it was suggested to just stay away from this story. (laughs) Moreover, I have pastoral friends who refuse to preach on this story because of what Jesus indirectly calls this woman. And today, in my retirement, and in a guest appearance, this story has finally aligned with me on a Sunday that I am to preach. Well, what to do? I decided that I would sit with this story. I decided I wanted to see what this story is all about. So I sat with it, and I saw that I too was distracted by the many negative comments about this story. And after sitting with this story this past week, I can say that this story is becoming one of my favorite stories in the Gospels. And I hope that after our time this morning, you will have a little bit of a better understanding of this amazing story where we will learn about the great faith of a Canaanite woman. What first caught my attention about this story is that it is also told in the Gospel of Mark. And since two of the gospel stories tell this story about the Canaanite woman, there must be something good about this story. There must be something that we can learn from this story. There must be more to this story than all the negative and fearfulness that, is, that it has generated. And I come to believe that this gospel story gives us answers for our lives today. So what is it that we are to learn about Jesus and the Canaanite woman from the exchange of words that they had? Is there something in their conversation that may assist us in our walk to become better disciples of Christ Jesus? Matthew is the author of the story. He is writing to his intended audience, which is a Jewish community. Matthew begins our reading by saying that Jesus left that place, that place being Galilee. Jesus is leaving because he is tired of arguing with the scribes and the Pharisees. He's beginning to start to feel the pressure from them. So he goes to find a place for some R&R, some rest and relaxation. In hopes of finding a quieter spot, he goes to the edge of a foreign territory, an enemy territory, a Gentile territory, and he and the disciples take rest in Tyre and Sidon. But even here, people know who he is, because this is not the first time he's been in this region. In Matthew chapter 11, he is in this region. He's preaching, he's healing, he is performing miracles. So the people in this region, even though he is in this Gentile foreign foreign territory, they are aware of who he is. And as they are traveling, Matthew writes that a Canaanite woman approaches Jesus. This woman is a foreigner, a mother And she has an ill daughter. And it's important to remember, there is this ancient rivalry that runs deep 
between the Jews and the Canaanites. They are enemies. And it's important that we do not ignore that context because it helps us see the larger picture of what is getting ready to unfold. The Canaanite woman, she approaches Jesus and she's shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. Notice how she addresses Jesus. She calls him Lord, son of David. This is referencing his Jewish title. This is not something you would expect to hear from a a foreigner, a non-Jew. And it's interesting because calling Jesus Lord, son of David, that is his messianic, that is his Jewish title. And she is not a Jew. Does this woman know who he is? Does she understand that he is the Messiah? This woman in great anguish, and she calls out to the Lord and notice Jesus does not reply. When we look in verse 23b, we see who replies. It's the disciples. The disciples replied, and they urged Jesus, send this woman away. She keeps shouting at us. I can hear those disciples saying, leave us alone, woman. We are here for some R&R. We want a little bit of rest. And how dare you, a woman, approach a man, approach Jesus. And yet, Jesus is still silent. Then finally, Jesus answers. I was only sent for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And notice how quickly she replies. And again, she says, Lord, help me. And then here it comes. From the lips of Jesus. It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. There are many theories to why Jesus replied to calling a woman a dog, and this is why this story is sometimes skipped over. However, as I sat with this story this week, I have my own theory as to what may have happened in the exchange of words between Jesus and this Canaanite woman. I believe, or my theory, Jesus called the woman a dog as a teaching illustration for the disciples. In the story, when the Canaanite woman approaches Jesus, the disciples attempt to shoo her away. They even go as far as to Ask Jesus to shoo her away. Unfortunately, the disciples miss that the woman actually calls Jesus by his correct name when she says, Lord, son of David, his messianic title. And she, a foreigner, understands from the beginning who he is. And I believe 
that Jesus, in his silence, in a, in a cheeky way, may have looked at the woman, winked at her, and went on to deliver this insult to make it seem as if he was agreeing with the disciples. How dare this woman approach me? So he asked the Canaanite woman a question. But I think this question is an illustration for the disciples because the, quick, the woman quickly responds to Jesus' cheeky statement, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. Two times the Canaanite woman addresses Jesus as Lord, Son of David, and both times the disciples miss it because they are distracted that a woman is approaching and shouting at them. However, Jesus makes it clear that she is not only correct, but he answers her and he grants her request and he heals her daughter. So here it is, St. Stephen's. Don't miss it like the disciples. Jesus says to the Canaanite woman, did you hear it? Woman, great is your faith. Did you catch it though? Jesus says to the woman, woman, great is your faith. Jesus does not call her a Canaanite woman. He calls her a woman. I believe this is another teaching lesson that we who are believers in Christ, we are of one fold, one family, one nation, one kingdom. And in Minu's prayer, he just said it. When Minu was praying, right before, and he leads us into the Lord's prayer, he said, we are one body. I believe Matthew includes this story to his Jewish readers to illustrate that as followers of Jesus, we are one family, the family of God. I believe today we miss what Jesus is saying by being caught up in the fact that he called the woman a dog and missed the point that he acknowledges that the woman uses that dog reference to teach the disciples who he is because the woman fully understands who he is. He is Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior of the Jews as well as the Gentiles. He is the Savior of the world. Therefore, Jesus says of her, great is your faith. As Paul says in Galatians 5, 6, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. So this morning, how is your faith? If Jesus was here in person, would he say that your faith is great? Would he recognize your faith? Well, I'll be the first to say that I know my faith needs some work. 
I know that I would be like those disciples and I fully wouldn't understand what he was teaching. Therefore, I'll lift up three points from this woman of great faith so that we may hear Jesus once say, say that our faith is like the woman's, it is great. The first lesson that we learn from this woman of faith is that we need to be bold when speaking to leaders. The woman had a need and she took it to Jesus. Yet when Jesus addressed her, he is silent at first. And then he engaged the woman in a conversation where he delivered a personal attack, an insult. But still the woman does not react to Jesus' insult. Rather, she continues to speak boldly, requesting him to heal her daughter. This is a reminder for us, too, because we, too, one day may need to speak up or seek assistance for others. The day may come when we must speak out to authorities on the behalf of another. And this woman provides an example of how we may speak truth to those in authority without being reactive or condescending. Earlier this week, or I guess last week, today's the first day of the week, right? Last week, our bishop, Bishop Sue, sent a letter to the Virginia Conference clergy and lady, a letter to all of us. It was entitled, Bishop Sue Seeks Conference Input. In the letter, she explains that one of her priorities as bishop is to name clergy as district superintendents, or DS. She went on to explain that some of her considerations for a DS, and I'm only going to read the last two, and they say, they will need to be courageous, and they will need to be honest with me and tell me when I have a bad idea. I believe Bishop Sue is seeking bold clergy to represent churches as district superintendents and are able to speak courageously and boldly by partnering with her as she guides us in this next year. St. Stephen's, may we be bold like the woman in our story today. May we speak boldly to Jesus. May we speak boldly to people around us and share that kingdom of God and let people know that the kingdom of God is for Jew and Gentile. The kingdom of God is for all people. This woman was able to speak her mind to Jesus by being courageous and bold. The second lesson that we learn about discipleship from the woman is that we need to be persistent. The Canaanite woman is persistent. She doesn't take no for an answer. With all the odds stacked against her, she moves forward. When she gets knocked down by criticism by the disciples and Jesus, she gets back up. When others told her to quit because she was wasting Jesus' time, she continued to ask for her assistance. Therefore, we learn that we must be persistent and not quit, especially when the mountain is difficult to climb. May we, like the woman, Keep asking and seeking Jesus' assistance. 
Pastor Steve Andrews shares a story about President Andrew Jackson, our seventh president, who was persistent throughout his childhood. His friends were surprised to see how successful he was because as a young boy, the other children were smarter and stronger than he was. One friend shared a story. Don't you remember how Johnny would toss Andy three and four times out of the circle? But on the fourth time, Andy was persistent and eventually won. Like this woman, like President Jackson, we are called to be persistent in our faith, trusting in the faith of our Lord, and keep getting up, even when others may knock us down. The third and final lesson that we learn from the woman is that we are called to be faithful. The woman had a sick daughter. She needed a healing and she went crying out to Jesus, kneeling down before him, seeking his grace and mercy. You see, like the woman in this story, we do encounter problems in our lives. We must not forget that as disciples of Christ, this does not exempt us from pain or challenges of life. Instead, we must remember that we have been given the motivation to move against the problems of life. Throughout my ministry, Christians, faithful followers of Christ, have always asked, why? Why are they experiencing this pain, this suffering, or hard times? They say, I'm a faithful follower of Christ. I'm a good disciple. So why am I experiencing these difficult heartaches? St. Stephen's, there are, there have been, and will be many times in my own life where I question the suffering and the pain and the hurt that I go through. And it is in these times we need to remember this story by remembering to be persistent, by remembering to be bold, by remembering to take our request to Christ Jesus, being confident he will heal us. There is a story about a young boy playing in a softball league. He's playing baseball. And a man approached him in the dugout and asked the young boy, what's the score? The young boy replied, 18 to nothing. We are behind. Wow, said the man. I'll bet you're discouraged. Without hesitation, the young boy replied, why should I be discouraged? We haven't even gotten up to bat yet. That young boy had faith, and so should we. Ultimately, St. Stephen's, no matter what may happen to us in life, no matter what circumstances we may encounter, no matter what hurts, Trials, tests, tragedies may befall us. Remember the woman, this Canaanite woman. Remember that you can never be beaten because you are a child of God. Therefore, keep believing, stay persistent, speak boldly, 
and keep your great faith. And then Jesus will say about you as he did about this woman, great is your faith. Will you please join me in prayer? Christ Jesus, teach us how to be truly bold, persistent, and faithful. May we, like you, let the truth of our words and sincerity of our actions stand and be sufficient to give us confidence to weather all the storms and sunshine that we encounter. Eternal God, pour out your spirit, giving us the stamina to persevere in faith, persisting in our call upon you, that like the Canaanite woman in our gospel reading, we may always seek a healing that you offer through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.